Hey everyone, I'm Preston Lee. And I'm Clay Mosley. And this is Freelance to Founder. Every week, we sit down with freelancers like you for actionable coaching calls with one mission. To help you ditch the feast-famine lifestyle and build your own sustainable business. At one point, we were both brand new freelancers, barely making ends meet. But by now, we've started, grown, and even sold a few businesses of our own. And we want to help you do the same. If you're ready to go from freelance to founder, then join the army of freelancers who are taking matters into their own hands. Visit freelancetofounder.com to apply for your own on-air coaching call. And now, get ready to take some notes because an all-new episode of Freelance to Founder starts right now. In this week's episode... Clay and I were actually just having a bit of a personal conversation when we decided to hit record. The question we were discussing was, can we make enough money on autopilot to finance a nice lifestyle without having to put in long hours every single week, or as Clay hopes, without really any work at all? Throughout the episode, I share how I've outsourced most of my daily tasks, focusing instead on the work I enjoy most, and the recent discovery that Clay made in his business all about passive income. It's that discovery that launched Clay into a small moment of questioning everything about his business, and it leads to a nice conversation that will start right after this quick message from our sponsors. Whether you want to travel more or communicate better with international clients, you need to try Babbel. I've used Babbel's courses, and you can do the same in order to learn real-life conversation skills in a different language, order food, ask for directions, or speak to clients without having to use translation apps. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription. This is only for our listeners at babbel.com slash freelance. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash freelance, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L.com slash freelance. Rules and restrictions apply. Welcome back to another episode of Freelance to Founder. Uh, I'm joined, as always, by my friend Clay here. And we actually were just talking <laughs> off the air. Uh, and and it, it started to get really good. So we thought, man, what if we just hit record and continue the conversation? So we'll back up a couple minutes in the conversation and give you an update on what we've been chatting about. Those are the uh, best combos. Yes, the best ones happen off the air. And I'm always like, ah, when do I hit record? So yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you, you uh, had the same thought I did. Uh, so anyway, welcome, Clay. And uh, <laughs> and and let's uh, let's dive in. Why don't you catch the, catch the listeners up really quickly on what we were talking about? Well, so first of all, I, I, you know, just I, I joke around about this because I always joke around with my team. Like, I wish I, I wish I could just like keep a mic on me and have it recorded yeah. all the time yeah. every day. Uh, but yeah, anyways, well, you can do it, that if you're Gary V, right? That's, that's <laughs> right? Like what he does, and then his team just <laughs> takes it and runs with it. But, yeah, and then yeah. Well, once I hit record, then I'll have nothing to say, right? <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. Uh, yeah. yeah, so just to catch up, uh, Preston and I, uh, so we were just talking about. How I so me personally, I I'm going through like these uh I guess what would you call it? like midlife crisis or quarter life crisis whatever you want to call it <laughs> yeah uh, and, and entrepreneurship right just like just I I've been just contemplating uh am, am I doing the right thing <laughs> with business right now like or, or right. should I, should I be going this different direction you know and it's like I I've gone through this several times man. Yeah, and we we all do. Uh, like, yeah, and the catalyst the catalyst for it was was you started this thing called Drip Text, which I I joined. So yeah. it's a, is it DripTexts.com? dot com? Yep, DripTexts.com. dot com. Yeah, yeah. Text so with plural text. Yeah. yeah, texts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Easy to spell, hard to say. Uh, but DripTexts.com. dot com, and and it's super cool. I joined it. It's a buck a month. Yeah, uh, and Clay texts you a marketing idea what every week. 
Yeah, once a uh, week, you know, and it, it's because of this whole thing, like everybody. So, like, it, it, this was just a, a very, very, very last minute uh, yeah. idea. Yeah. And because you know, like everybody says, oh, you need you need to start getting uh, everybody's cell phone numbers now, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For marketing purposes, and you know, I've tried that before, and I've tried the same things everybody else has tried, like. Add a add a cell phone field to the contact form on your website right, yeah. and blah blah blah. But nobody wants to do that because it's very intrusive. Yeah, they and don't so, want to be bothered unless they've opted right. to be bothered, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so I tried to get people to join before for free. For free. And I had I had trouble with that, right? But then I had <laughs> I had this I this this dumb idea. At least I thought it was dumb, but not so dumb anymore. Um, where I'm like, huh. I wonder if I can just tell people I'm going to charge a dollar a month and see what happens. And then I, I whipped up a landing page in 10 minutes and, and I put it out there in the world, social media, and then I had hundreds of people sign up. <laughs> yeah, I was and one so, of them. Yeah, yeah. And so I was <laughs> like, I was like, and that's the reason why this conversation started because I, I, you know, before uh, off the air, I was telling Preston, I said, man, how do I how do I make money without doing a lick of work? Right. <laughs> like, right. Because, because like on this podcast, we talk about agency work, right? Like how do we mm-hmm. become, go from freelance to agency and, uh, or freelance to founder. And, uh, you know, I, I, uh, and everybody knows who, who's, who works as a freelancer or even as an agency, you know, working with clients is, sometimes a pain in the butt, you know, it's like high maintenance and you always got to please people and, you know, or, or you're trading time for money and blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking, and then after I launched this drip text thing, I'm like, okay, that's, that's the, that's the treasure. That's the treasure trove right there. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, because like not to give any <laughs> not to give away any secrets or whatever, but uh, you know anyone with a brain can figure out that you've written these texts ahead of time. Yeah. So you so you you could take literally an afternoon, write fifty two meaningful text messages, and have a whole year's worth of content. And maybe once a year you go in and update old ones or remove old ones, add some new ones. But yeah, the amount of work versus how much money you're making. I mean, you're not gonna you're not gonna get rich or even probably sustain yourself on $600 a month or whatever, however many people decide to join, like 600 people join. Yep. But but what it's giving you is like this peak, right? Into into like what's possible. Now, you know, could you come up with mm-hmm. something similar, similar amount of work, you know, you work once or twice a year and you get 20 bucks a month per user or 50 bucks a month per user. Like, is there something yeah. more I, passive? I, I was thinking about going the Netflix route. You know how you know, like whenever Netflix first came out, it was like seven dollars a month. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure yeah. Disney Plus is going to do this. And then, like a, a year or two later, they increase it by a buck. Yeah. yeah. You know, like where everybody just just shrugs it off. Oh, it's just a buck. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, yeah, they're freaking like thirteen, fourteen. I don't even know how <laughs> yeah. much it is now. Like I think it's like thirteen either. or fourteen or fifteen dollars a month now. See, but like no one knows because no one cares enough. Nobody to, knows. Like, you know, you go up a dollar at a time. Yeah. Um we actually so we've so you know I run Solid Gigs which is a subscription based service and we we actually um have gone up in our prices and we're going to go up again because um we've added a whole bunch of new features and the prices stayed the same for like a couple years now. So we're going to go up as well uh but it, it is it's crazy like if the value is there people will stick around for sure. Mm-hmm. Now how do, how does that how does uh, I don't I don't know if you want to talk about this, but how how does the fee structure work with solid gigs? Like, how do you get paid on that? 
Uh, yeah, so it's just a monthly subscription. So, you know, there's there's all these sites like Fiverr and Upwork and Freelancer mm. and whatever, and they take a percentage. So every every dollar you a client passes to you, they're going to take 33 and a third cents or, you know, whatever they whatever their fee is. Every site is different. But we just charge a flat fee and we actually provide a different service. We don't actually connect you with the client necessarily. Like we're not a marketplace. Mm-hmm. So you don't... Um, you don't interact with the client on our platform. You're free to do that on whatever through email or text, whatever means you want to do. We basically cut out the the finding time, the hunting time that freelancers uh, spend. So our team goes through like all the job boards, you know, dozens and dozens of job boards, ones you've never heard of. That we do internet searches for RFPs, we do social searches, and then we we when we find something that matches what you've told us you want in terms of freelance jobs. We send it to you, and and it goes to what we call your inbox, and uh, you can you know pitch the client from there. You can archive it if it's not a match or whatever, and we start to get a better feel for what's a good match for you. Anyway, so we don't we don't do we don't ever see part of the transaction. Like the transaction all happens outside of our oh, platform, so it's just it. a monthly flat. Right now, it's nineteen dollars. It's going up soon, um, but it's nineteen dollars a month flat fee. You can get it for your first month for two bucks to get a taste for how it works. Mm. So yeah, it's just it's just a monthly flat fee. And our, okay. our customers love that model because, you know, it. Whether you make a hundred dollars or ten thousand dollars, you're paying nineteen dollars. Yeah, it's predictable, so, right? It's like yeah, I know, yeah, exactly. you, like I know, it's nineteen dollars every single month. Exactly. Like so, that that so that that for you, like solid gigs, is like is one of those those uh, I don't know what you call them, golden goose eggs. That's like it's very <laughs> little work, but. Uh, yeah, a little bit. You. I mean, you know, we're constantly updating features and stuff, but I have hired a team to help with it. So like, mm. yeah, the amount of work versus the amount of total revenue to the business is is definitely, it's a good ratio. I, I'm not burning yeah. myself out on it. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, I I, uh, I, I guess I'm having an especially longer than usual uh, crisis uh, <laughs> <laughs> this time around. I mean, I've had several, you know, just like you have. Um, just like every other entrepreneur has, where you go through this thing, but usually for me, it only lasts like a day or two, yeah. Um, and then I get over it. Uh, but man, this one's like lasting like a week, like about a week and a half, and I'm like, golly, it's what is going on? Yeah. <laughs> and well, how and do I get through it? That's right. Yeah, and it's like, do I do I completely pivot? Do I just hang on through this weird like moment? Or yeah. yeah. I don't know what the answer is necessarily. I guess maybe I should know since that's what people listen to the show for. But yeah, it definitely happens to all of us. I think. Yeah, I I don't know what what are like whenever you go through this. Like what what are some of the ways that you just like get through it? Because I think this is a very very common mm-hmm. frustration that people go through, and I I think it's a it's a it's something that's. I don't think it's very spoken. Like, it, it, I think it's relatively unspoken. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because who wants to say, like, I'm living the dream. I started a business doing what I wanted to do, and now I don't like it. Right, <laughs> but, right. But, but the truth of the matter is, like, uh, you know, depending on how you run your business, if you're not careful, it can also just become another job. And so if you if you quit your job because you hated your job, and then you start a business that becomes a job, like, that can be really frustrating and demoralizing. So mm-hmm. I, I think maybe in in moments where I've I've had uh, where I've had these same feelings, like I'll step back and say, "What are we doing in the business that doesn't really need to be done? Like, is there something that's making us, you know, three percent of our revenue but taking up thirty percent of our 
effort. Oh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, and and a lot of times we've just cut those things out. Uh, you know, I've I've started a whole bunch of little portions of the business that we've then pulled out, um, and and we dedicate resources to something else, and that becomes more exciting because we're able to say like, okay, what didn't we like about this piece? And then we start a new thing and 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 build it the way we want to. And I think the other way to avoid it too is like from the get code to say, what do I want this to look like in three or five years? Like I was telling you before we hit record. Um, I mean, I would love a million dollar business, but I don't have one and I don't think I'll have one uh, in the next five years or probably 10 years or maybe ever mm-hmm. because I also just love not working. <laughs> like I, right? love, I yeah. love like being with my family, uh, doing hobbies, even just like watching a TV show in the middle of the day or whatever. Like I love taking a long lunch. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I just like this hustle culture. I think there's some good to it, but it's really, I think, overrated because you just, you burn yourself out and... It and is, for what? Yeah. For money, right? <clears throat> so I think for me, it's like thinking about that ahead of time. How much do I want to work? How how does... This is like lifestyle design or, or work-life balance, right? Like how does... We talked about this with... Uh, you remember our conversation with AD mm-hmm. uh, Pinar? Yep. Uh, he talked about like, how, what do you want your life to look like in relation to work? Not not just what do you want your work to look like? So I don't know. It's 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 tough. Well, it's one of... I, I don't remember where I, I either read it or saw it somewhere or whatever. But anyways, um, I, I, can't cre- I, I can't credit myself. I, I, my point is I, I saw it somewhere or heard it somewhere. But someone said that like the amount of money to happiness, right? And I don't know how like cheesy or corny this is, but the amount of money you make versus the amount of happiness you have, like there's a point where it plateaus, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. You can make and, and the number the number that I remember was like seventy five thousand dollars a year. Like okay, so if, I've heard I've heard it at fifty, and maybe maybe it's all just you know <laughs> throwing yeah. darts. But knows? I've heard it at fifty that once you cross fifty, <laughs> yeah, and and maybe that was you know ten years ago. Maybe now it's seventy five yeah. or something. But I guess it depends yeah. too on where you live, right? Yeah, for too, sure. Like, I think so. But uh, let's just say let's just say it's seventy five thousand. Like uh, like once you hit seventy five thousand. There, like there's a positive correlation between uh like from going from below 75k a year uh all the way up to 75k like there's a positive correlation between hap- ha- happiness and how much money you make right but yeah. then once you hit once you hit 75k and then you go up to let's just say 200k a year the amount of happiness doesn't it's mm-hmm. not a one to one ratio you know what yeah. I mean? It's like it slows way it, down. It slows way down. Um, I, I I wish I could remember where I read that, um, but it, it's I it's so true though. Like I I you know I I get to the point now where I'm like, yeah, money's great. Um, I I ha- I make plenty of it enough for me to do what I want to do. Right. But like, if I was making an extra, I I always think about this too. Am I, if I was making an extra 100k or 200k or whatever, mm-hmm. would that how much more what, yeah. how much more happier would that yeah. make me? And I'm like, I, honestly, I don't think it would. I just yeah, don't. I, I, no, I'm with you. Like, obviously, it'd be fun to have. It's always fun to have more money, but for me, it's it's kind of like, um, at the expense of what, right? Like, right, yeah. The, probably, probably my business, honestly, honestly, truthfully, could double its revenue within a couple years. Um, if 
if I would start like if you got actually start grinding. <laughs> yeah, because I'm not like like 100 transparency here. I I told you before we hit record. Like I work, I work usually like six hour days. I have a nice long jog in the morning. Yeah. I have a nice long breakfast in the morning. Like I eat breakfast with my kids, um, and you know I I work by the time I start working it's 10 o'clock 10 30 and then yeah. I work till 5 5 30 when we sit down for dinner as a family and so what is that like seven hours and then I have 30 30 to 60 minutes for lunch so I work like six hours a day yeah uh, and and we do fine we do great and if there's ever like a week where things are crazy then of course I work more but but for me it's about like we have enough and uh, it's always it's always fun to like come up with new ways to make new money. Like that's exciting as entrepreneurs, mm. right? Yeah. But not at the expense of like I would never do that at the expense of like missing breakfast with my family. I mean, my kids are young, you know. Yeah. I don't know. There's just there's more to it than there's more to life than just money. And and like you said, once you're once you're kind of, I mean, our needs are met. Like our needs are more than met. Mm-hmm. Uh, our a lot of our wants are met too. You know what I'm saying? So once you yeah. get to that point, it's like yeah, happiness comes from other sources. You know, working from home is mostly great, but there are some days when I realize I haven't left my house or even my chair like all day. Have you been there? Getting outside to exercise or making a trip to the gym are just harder now that my office is just a flight of stairs away. If you're stuck in the same rut as me, then you should try Hydro. That's H-Y-D-R-O-W. With the Hydro rower and 20 minutes a day, getting a full body workout is so much easier. Hydro can work up to 86% of your muscles in just 20 minutes for an insane effective home workout. That's because Hydro pairs the effectiveness of rowing with the power of technology to connect you with over 5,000 video trainings, classes, and workouts. And get ready to get out from behind your home desk because after a few months of daily rowing with Hydro, your partner's going to want to take you out for a night on the town to show you off. This spring, join the growing rowing community at Hydro. Head over to Hydro.com and use code FREELANCE to save up to $400 off your Hydro. That's H-Y-D-R-O-W.com and promo code FREELANCE to save $400. Hydro.com, promo code FREELANCE, or just click the link in our show description. Have you ever noticed that many of the problems people call in with on this show can be solved by hiring someone? Sometimes you need a full-fledged team, other times maybe just a simple assistant, or an expert in something you're not great at. Whatever your reason for hiring, we recommend you take a look at LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn isn't just another job board. As you may know already, LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. It gives you access to professionals you can't find anywhere else. And LinkedIn Jobs makes the process of finding the perfect teammate easy and intuitive. Hiring is always easy when you have access to so many quality candidates. So easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours when using LinkedIn Jobs. I've used it myself, and it was so simple. In fact, I've made multiple hires using LinkedIn Jobs. And did I mention, by the way, it's free to business owners like me and you. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash freelance. That's linkedin.com slash freelance to post your job for free or click the link in our show description. Terms and conditions apply. Yeah, and 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 you and I are in different places as far as I, uh, uh, I guess lifestyle because you, you know you're a yeah. parent. I'm not yeah. a parent yet. Um, that's hopefully coming up soon. Um, and so my I know my life is gonna is gonna change once that <laughs> yeah. happens. Yeah. But like uh, you know I I do get to the point. I am to the point where because I I've done plenty of the grind. I've done plenty of the hustle, and I've gotten. I think I finally got to the point where. 
and maybe I'm just not smart enough to know going through this several times, but I think I'm finally uh, to the point where I'm like, I think I want to just slow down. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I want to, I just want to, you know what I really want to do? I really want to just go freaking move to on an island in the Caribbean somewhere. (laughs) Right. You know what I mean? Like, all those people, man, they they live until like freaking 150 years old. Come on. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. You know why? Because it's so, so low stress. Yeah. 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 (laughs) That's what I want to do, man. I, it was re- it was really weird. I was watching a movie the other day, and I saw uh, there there was like this this um I can't remember where it was somewhere somewhere in South America or something. And I so I lived in South America for a little over two years. Well, I didn't know that. And yeah, yeah, and um and I just found it like like every time I think back on it, I find it so. And I even lived in the city, so it wasn't like I was living in a grass hut or anything. But things were just mm. like so much simpler. Like yep. it like they're just there was there was some commercialism and whatever, but like. It was nothing like like here in the states where it just feels like it's always go 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 buy the buy the biggest best newest most expensive thing all the time like and it's just like hustle 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 the hustle culture just like kills yeah. me and you're right like moving somewhere where it's lower key you're not expected to like make a million bucks by the time you're 30 or whatever like it's just I don't know there's something definitely appealing about that Yeah it's it's uh you know and especially in this this uh entrepreneur culture um where it's just like you and I were talking about numbers uh, before we before mm-hmm. we hit record, but you know, th- there, there's this like magical, this magical like eighty three thousand three hundred thirty three dollars a month, right? Because that's <laughs> yeah, that's what makes you a million dollar a year. Like, yeah. but I'm just, I'm just, you know, everybody talks about that number, and I'm like, yeah, what, what, what's the significance of that? Yeah, like honestly, what, what's that gonna do? Well, because because I'll tell you, the number used to be eighty three hundred and thirty three dollars and thirty three cents, right? Because that was like, <laughs> yeah. if you could make that, then you were making Ooh, yeah, six making... figures in a year, and that yeah. was like a huge deal. And then you reach that, and it's like, yeah, when does it stop? Because maybe by the time you make a million bucks a year, it's like, oh, when do I make twenty five million bucks a year or, mm. or whatever? Like it just, yeah. There's always it's, a bigger number. Yeah, that's right. There's always a bigger number. There's always, um, you know, people. It's so funny because I, I would I would 100% be happy with 100k a year. Like yeah, for sure. And uh it, it, as I think it's like as people start making more money, they start they start I, I don't know what it is, like they start buying more things, but they there's always something more that people yeah. want. And yeah. and so that satisfaction never actually plays out. You know, and it's like it's like okay, you know, I make I make a hundred k a year. Oh, you know, but then you start making a hundred k. Um, well, man, it'd be really nice if I was making uh two hundred and fifty k. Oh, then you achieve that, and it's like oh, it'd be really nice if I was making a million, and then you achieve, like then mm-hmm. where does it stop? You know, yep. like there's so many people that just say, uh, well, you got to come up with a with a with a number, a goal that you want to you want to make every single year or whatever. And where does that number come from? Uh, yeah. Who? I think I mentioned it. Uh, the guys who uh, who run Basecamp. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They they wrote a, they wrote a, they wrote a couple books. And they're so uh, good. They're they're so good. Um, I don't I don't remember which one mentions it. I think all three of them do at some point. But they uh, they have never like they built their business based off like the fact. Of hey, are we growing? 
great. <laughs> right. Like, that's it. That's all they cared about. Yep. They didn't really like, they talk about how coming up with these arbitrary numbers is so dumb because like, where did you get that number? You just pull it out of your butt? Like, uh-huh. you yep. know what I mean? Like, okay. Hey guys, are, are, I, I talk to people all the time. They say, oh, oh, my, my uh, revenue goal for this year is $500,000. Okay. Well, where'd you get that number? <laughs> right. Well, I don't know. It sounded good. Yeah. Well, okay. Is that the only meaning behind that number? Like, why do you want to make 500K? Right. And and for me, like coming back to my previous thought, it's like, I'm going to make 500K at the expense of what? Right. We, right. we, we like, we throw out these numbers in a vacuum and it doesn't work that way. You, you can't like increase your revenue. I suppose there are ways you can. It is highly unlikely you'll increase your revenue significantly. Uh, without taking some other toll on some other part of your life. Your family life's going to suffer. Your hobbies are going to suffer. Your spare right. time, relaxing time may suffer, which is fine. Like if you choose to make that sacrifice, that's fine. But you can't like throw out a number in a vacuum and say, I'm going to keep doing the same things I'm doing uh, and make 500K this year instead of whatever, mm-hmm. 200K or whatever I'm making now. So yeah, I think for me, it's like all about, and I keep coming back to that conversation with 80 that we had, like, you have to take it all. It's all interwoven. You can't like separate it out, especially for people like us who are, you know, we're not we're not running like multi million billion dollar startups, and I don't mm-hmm. want to be. Uh, you know, we're running nice small businesses, mm-hmm. um, and and so like it's the smaller the business, the more intertwined I feel like it is in your your personal life. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I have no desire to do a multi-million dollar. No way. Like, so stressful. At that point, I'm j- I'll just be like, who wants to buy it? Like, yeah. <laughs> let me, who wants to buy it? Let me put that money in the bank and then and, and then let me move on my way. <laughs> That's right. Like, uh-uh. That just sounds so stressful. But I guess, I guess, I don't know. I've never been there though, you know? Um, I just wonder, I just wonder like at that point, if you just, if there are enough people who work for you where you don't really do that much, you know, I doubt uh, yeah, it. I don't know. Uh, who knows? I, mean, I know people who make serious money or who run pretty good sized companies or, or, or on the leadership board or whatever, pretty good sized companies. And it seems like they're always working and always stressed out. Yeah. You know what it was for me? Like, okay. So when I had, uh, so on a kind of on a smaller scale, I didn't have a multi-million dollar agency you know it was definitely seven figures but um the 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 it was i was always stressed um but there was a point where the stress like one type of stress went away but it was a different kind of stress that came mm. with came with growing and so like now you're stressing about your employees yeah, yeah, yeah. So like at the beginning, it's it's the stress of do I have money coming in? Like, yeah. okay, do yeah. I I got to deal with these um, projects and like deadlines and like hustle and grind and blah blah blah. And then as soon as I grew my agency, where I had people to deal with the projects and all that stuff, then it was the the stress of okay, now I got to manage people. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, you know what a big stress for me was. Was the uh, was the drama? Yeah, the drama that the politics. Golly, <laughs> dude! Like, I'd much yeah. rather I'd I would much rather deal with startup stress than freaking politics and drama. No, the startup stress is fun because it's yeah. like adrenaline, adrenaline rush, and trying to figure out 
problem solving. Yeah, I don't know. Some people are cut out for like the the interpersonal stuff. I'm some people I'm are. Yeah, not as much. I'm more cut out for the early stage stuff. Yeah, but like I, I, I think. Oh, so go ahead. Oh <laughs> uh, no, I was gonna say I I I'm I agree with you. I'm I'm not I'm not cut out for that, but some people are. Yeah, you know. Yeah, for sure. And I think I think that just like you just again coming back to this idea where you you just have to you have we've talked about this on the show where like when you're building a business you have to decide like what do I actually want to be doing? Do I want to be managing people? Do I want to be like actually in your case developing the websites? You know what I'm actually passionate about. We've given different advice to different listeners in the past cuz it's like some people want to offload the creative work as quickly as possible, hand it off to someone else. Other people like never want to let that go. And so they have mm-hmm. to instead hire someone who then manages people. Because either way, both of those jobs have to get done. The, the actual work that your company does and the managing of people has to get done at a certain level. Uh, and so you kind of have to pick. You kind of have to decide what... And if you don't pick, then your business or your life ends up picking for you. And then you end up in these moments of like, oh no, did I... You know, <laughs> Did I go down the wrong path or did I pick the right yeah. thing or the wrong thing? I don't know. I was, uh, yeah, I, I was, you know, it's so funny. I was, I was talking to uh, my wife, Alex, um, yesterday, actually. I was like, because like, right now I do marketing for uh, multiple different kinds of uh, companies and brands. Yeah. And I was, I, was, I was telling her, I was like, I wonder what it would be like to own a business and I only had to do the marketing for one. For mm-hmm. that, for that business, and that's it, and that's it. Yeah, I, just one brand. <laughs> and I'm like, that would be the best ever. <laughs> I would be my own, my own client. Like that's it. Yeah. <laughs> so, Honestly, like you could start any business and and crush it because of the marketing. Like you could start a food truck. I, I don't care what it is. Like you right? could start something, whatever you want, and because you're passionate about marketing, you would crush it. I feel like you and I are maybe similar in that way. You're more talented in marketing than I am, but like we we both I think are marketers at heart and then we also happen to have started businesses to use our marketing skills to to grow revenue. <laughs> yeah. Which is kind of which is a fun place to be, but um but yeah, I mean it that that's that's what I've tried to do. Uh you know, I was telling you again before we pushed record that I I when I stepped away from freelancing, I was like I am done dealing with high maintenance clients and like it's just it's hard. Like I never wanted to build a, a giant agency. Again, mm-hmm. ironic because this show is all about that. Although you know, it doesn't just because it's free. It doesn't. It's not called freelance to agency, so it doesn't necessarily mean you have to build an agency. Although we do talk about that a lot. Like for example, mm-hmm. I went from freelancing to to running my business, which is you know like a media company, subscription company. I don't never know what to actually call us, but mm-hmm. um, still founder though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still running a team and running a a business and making decent money doing it. Um, But but I specifically decided like I'm I do not want to deal with clients Um, because yeah, it's just it's tough. I've always like just just going back to the original kind of conversation of like now I'm going through this about a week and a half now in of this like crisis, um, midlife crisis or whatever, and uh, I. I I do I do go back. I'm like, and I think, like there there's I get ads all the time, right? About like, hey, agency owner, um, uh, do you want help, uh, like, uh, helping manage your pain in the butt clients and blah blah blah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you get that too, but uh-huh. I get those, and I and I think, you know, I used to think, yeah, it would be really cool, you know, like maybe maybe there's a solution to this and blah blah blah. But honestly. 
I'm I'm the type of person where it's just like if I don't like it, just remove the freaking thing from the equation yeah. instead of trying to yep. to manage it. And I'm like, why why like l- let's just get away from the agency life. <laughs> but you know what? I mean, it takes it takes something special to like admit to yourself that um you might have been wrong or or yeah. or it takes courage to like make such a drastic pivot. So like some people instead of taking the courage or or admitting their faults or mistakes, they just decide to just continue with the status quo and it just mm-hmm. gets worse and worse. Um, yeah, or sometimes it could get better, I guess. I was going to say, that's true. It, it doesn't always get worse and worse. Like, sometimes you just have to power through. Sometimes you're just, like, in a funk. We all go through that. Mm-hmm. Uh, where it's like, oh, I just want to do something totally different. Who knows? I might wor- I might wake up tomorrow morning and be like... Right, and be fine. And be fine, yeah. And <laughs> yeah. be like, hey, what, what the hell was I thinking? Like, <laughs> right. I'll just keep I'll just keep making my 80... I'll just I'll strive to 83,333. <laughs> 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 you know? like, go on. I think uh, I think that like it's it's maybe a good it's maybe a good lesson because you know if you are feeling this uh, listeners <laughs> it, you know maybe don't like make any drastic decisions because Clay's right you could wake up tomorrow and if you if you had done something today you might be like oh what have I done mm. um, like if you're if you feel it for a prolonged amount of time and it makes a lot of sense to pivot or whatever that's I feel like you really you you think it out you don't just like act on a whim. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're feeling this kind of thing, because yeah, we all go through it. Or I might, or or I might wake up tomorrow and be like, I need to figure out how to get eighty three thousand three hundred thirty three people on my drip tech drip text dot com pro, uh, platform, and then I'll be set. Right? <laughs> Can and you then, imagine? And then, <laughs> and then and then and then I'll be thinking, why did I have to get eighty three thousand three hundred thirty three? I would have been just fine with with uh, five thousand. That's you know? right. That's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I cannot imagine that because like. That I would, I would literally do nothing. Yeah, I, I, it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy to like think through different business models, right? Because you're right. Like, if you got five thousand people on your texting thing, which is not unreasonable, it's like, not unreasonable, not at all. <laughs> or, or if you increased it to like five bucks a month or two yep. bucks a month or whatever, uh, you know, you could easily make five grand a month. Uh, and depending on where you're living, like that's that's pretty good money, and it's especially good money for not doing any work. That uh, is. Like yeah, no, that that's that's insane to think about because like there are people that don't make that like my my parents never oh, made yeah. that kind of money and yeah. they worked hard. Fifty hours a week. Yeah. And, and like, yeah, yeah. And yes. it's 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 impossible like no, it's not impossible. It's it's uh it's it's just crazy. it's insane to think about that I I could literally make that amount of money and do nothing. Yeah. You know? And and so like now I'm thinking well, Preston, what, what kind of business can we start where we do nothing and make all this money? <laughs> like, come on. You and everyone else in the world is like, hmm, how do, we, how do we not work and still make lots of money? Yeah. But honestly, like, I think it's it's obviously way more way more possible now. And doing nothing obviously is you know nothing is subjective. But like, yeah, <laughs> right. Working a couple hours a week or whatever. This is the appeal of the four hour work week. That's why the book took off because people are oh, like, wait yeah. a minute, hold on, hold on, hold on. I can only work four hours a week and still make money. And um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, regardless of how you feel about that book or the ideas in it, like the, the concept is appealing to people for mm. sure. Yeah. It's out, it's outsourcing, right? It's like, it's, yeah, that yeah. book's all about outsourcing. Um, yeah. And honestly, yeah. like I was telling you, um, I've hired some developers for solid gigs and I've hired a team who, who hunts down the, the jobs and they do a great job and, and people who handle customer service. 
honestly, like my, unless we're rolling out a huge new feature that I need to help with, mm-hmm. my work each week on, on the product is not that much uh, for, for how much revenue it brings in. So, you know, it's, you can do it that way too. You can build something and then hire people to run it and just, uh, you know, obviously you have to spend the money on that. But if you're okay to yeah. not put that money in your pocket, then yeah, the, the work goes down. It's just all about what you want to do. Like, do you want more money and more work? Do you want a little less money and less work? Do you want like, you know, and then, and then there's the dream, which is like more money, less work. <laughs> I want, uh, I want, I want more money, no work. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's the dream. That's and then the go dream. and then uh, live on an island <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and go kayak every day. <laughs> that's right. That's what I want to do. And instead I'm in Austin, Texas in this freakishly insane heat. Is it really hot now after your ice storm earlier this year? Oh yeah. It's like, yeah. it's humid and hot right now. Uh, you should come to Utah. It's beautiful right now. Um, I've never but, been to Utah. Yeah, you should come. You should come. We've got a guest room you can stay in. You got, you all, got skiing, all right? You got skiing, though, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm all about I think, some skiing. I think there's maybe a couple weeks left in the ski season if you're lucky. So. Oh, nice. Uh, you know, I, so speaking of kind of this lifestyle design or lifestyle business or whatever, like, like figuring out how to work without or how to not burn out while still making money. One one person I follow and admire, and I'm, I'm friends with him. I I hope he would consider me my you know friends now. But uh, is this guy named Corbett Barr? And Corbett, uh, you know, people who aren't familiar with him, he runs a company called Fizzle, and it's all about how to run a business without fizzling out. And they actually do have kind of like a Netflix model, like you were saying earlier, which is like, oh, nice. uh, users pay. I don't know. I used to be a member. It was like thirty five bucks a month, and they have all these video courses on like starting, running, growing a business. And um, really cool community. Anyway, I'll link it up. Um, I, I love Fizzle. I recommend it to like lots of different people, depending on what kind of business you're building and that sort of thing. But anyway, he he first shared this story with me, which is: Have you heard the like the story of the Mexican fisherman? No. You, remind, you reminded me with the like island in the Caribbeans or whatever. You, you haven't heard that? No, I haven't heard it. Tell okay, me. so the short version is uh, <clears throat> this uh, like CEO type goes to like this Harvard grad or whatever goes to Mexico uh, on vacation and he sees this uh, fisherman out on the dock and the the fisherman catches a few fish uh, during the day leaves <clears throat> and uh, and later the the CEO type sees him like at a like at a bar or something right just hanging out mm-hmm. and he starts talking to him about his business and he's like yeah I, I fish every day. I fish a little. I sell my sell my fish. I go home. I take a siesta with my wife. I um, I you know have a nice dinner and then I come here and I drink and I play guitar and hang out with my friends. And uh, and the businessman he's like, well, you know, if you put in a few more hours fishing every day, think how much more money you could make. And he's like, then well, then what would I do? And uh, and he said, well, then you could with that money you could um, hire another fisherman to work with you. And then think how much money you'd make. And he said, well, then what? And then he's like, well, then you could, uh, you know, hire, you could buy some more boats and hire even more fishermen. And soon you'd have a whole fishing enterprise and just think how much money you'd make then. Mm-hmm. And, and and he said, and how long will this take? The fisherman said, how, how long will this take? He said, well, you'll probably spend most of your life, you know, figuring it out and making it work. Mm-hmm. But just think of how much money you'll make. And the, And then he said, okay, and then what? The fisherman says, okay, and then what? the Harvard business grad or whatever, you know, it's, it's different. And every time someone tells a story, right. But yeah, uh, he goes, well, then, then you could retire a, a millionaire. You'd be extremely wealthy and, and you could retire. And he said, okay. And then after I retire, what do I do? 
And then he'd say, well, you could, uh, you could just, you know, fish in the mornings, go home in the afternoon, take a siesta with your wife and have a nice dinner and then hang out at the bar and play guitar and drink with your buddies. <laughs> and, the, and the, you know, obviously the, the moral of the story is like, you know, you can, you can build a business uh, and, a, and a revenue stream that, that helps you live the life you want to now. You don't have to wait. You don't have to like sacrifice your whole life right. now to get what you want in some unforeseeable future when you're 65 or whatever the number is. So mm-hmm. anyway, he, Corbett talks a lot about this kind of stuff. In fact, I'm hoping I can have him as a guest. Uh, maybe you'd be interested in being on that call with him. But Yeah, that would be amazing. He has a lot of thoughts about like lifestyle business, lifestyle design. Uh, it could be a really cool episode. Yeah, that sounds really cool. I think that would be a really fun uh, conversation because that totally makes sense. Um, that that's why I always bring up like I'm gonna uh, like when I say I'm gonna go live on an island. Like I'm not joking. Whenever <laughs> I like, doubt it. My, my my wife has a lease on her office, uh, or I guess we both do, um, for another four more years. But like after that, we're probably we're gonna be in, living. We're gonna move to the Caribbean. <laughs> you got four years to figure out how to move to the Caribbean. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm I like, well, it, we we could do it now. Honestly, um, the only thing that that stops us is because like her business is a local service mm, provider yeah. business, yep. right? Um, and so uh, I, I think what we're gonna do is that we're either gonna like hire somebody to run her business and like give them a little bit of equity or whatever, uh, and then we gotta kind of get paid passively through that. But yeah. um, or we might sell it. Who knows? Who knows what we might do? But anyways, um like I, I mentioned this to my parents. I said, hey, um, we're gonna go like here in about four years, we're gonna go live in the Caribbean. And uh they you know what they said? They said, um, uh, well what a aren't you gonna have kids? Like what what are you uh what are you gonna do? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, yeah, we're gonna have kids. They they do have schools outside of the United States. Yeah, people like, do have kids in the Caribbean. <laughs> yeah, there are there are kids outside of the United States. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. Like I don't know what this mentality is of like you have to be like here and then living on an island is just a dream life. Like no, like, you can go. Have you seen how much houses are on in certain parts in the Caribbean? Like it's super affordable. Yeah. Well, it's just it just goes back to like I can't fault people of our parents' generation or, or whatever because it just it goes back to what you said before. Like they've just they've pre- they've been presented with this reality For sure. where it, it wasn't easy to make money and and you had to get a job and you you got a job and you stayed at a company for twenty years or thirty mm-hmm. years. Like that was just what life was. That's what they were expected to do, and that's how they saw that you made money. And and now yeah. it just like blows their mind. You know, in fact, you know, lots of people of that generation. I tell them what I do, and it just they can't even like wrap their brain around it. Um, oh yeah, it's you just, know, it's so different. My mom, my mom still thinks like, you know, what she tells everybody what I do. I, I've tried to explain <laughs> to my mom. Drugs. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So funny. <laughs> yeah. So this, this is funny. Um. So uh. So if you want to, if everybody wants to picture a five foot. Uh, so I'm half Filipino. My mom's full Filipino. She's <laughs> yeah. five feet nothing Filipino with a really thick Filipino accent, and uh, and she she always tells people like I I I do computers. Like she, she's <laughs> yeah. like oh oh Clay he does computers. Like, that's what she tells everybody. And then and then I uh, my my wife and I recently just bought in uh, uh, and we're we're now part uh, partners. In a CBD company, I saw that yeah. here in here in Austin, and so I, for some freaking reason, I tried to explain what CBD was <laughs> oh, to my mom, 
And so now she's like, oh, you're a pothead who does computers. <laughs> like, oh my God. <laughs> I was like, I try because I was trying to like, mom, CBD is this, THC is this. Like, you don't get high from CBD. Like, yeah. like, oh my Pretty gosh. soon you're gonna be a pothead who does computers and lives in the Caribbean. Yep. That'll be yep. I might as well just go ahead and just <laughs> go ahead and just like grow up in. my hair. That's right. And, 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 Beard, and, yeah. hair. Just do it. Like dark suntan, leathery skin. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Anyways. Well, man, I don't know what we're going to call this episode. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to have to go back and listen through we'll, it, but I feel like it's been an enjoyable conversation. We'll call it uh, Clay's ther- Entrepreneur <laughs> Therapy Session. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now, now I'm motivated back up. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll have to check in in a couple weeks and see, see where it's at. But, uh, you don't want to uh, do the same thing as the, our guests? Hey, check in with me in six right, months. Yeah. That's right. And I'll send you my bill too for your therapy session. Hey, there we go. <laughs> there's our there's our business, although that doesn't yeah. require no work. Right. Freelancer therapy. It's just uh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Well, thanks for chatting. Uh always a pleasure. Yeah, for sure. Appreciate you being open about stuff too. That's always fun. So thanks. Yeah. It's all it's always fun. It's always fun to be vulnerable too. Yeah. Yeah. You can learn from each other and realize we're not alone in things. So if you're listening, you're not alone. And, uh, you know, we all go through this kind of stuff. So, so yeah, thanks for opening up, Clay. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, thanks a lot, man. Okay, take care. Freelance to Founder is produced by the team at Millo. Visit millo.co to level up your freelancing. And Dripify, visit getdripify.com to become a bad A in business. Freelance to Founder is also part of The Podglomerate. You can check out more amazing podcasts at thepodglomerate.com. The theme music for this show was produced by Joaquin Carud. You can catch past episodes at freelancetofounder.com or by searching Freelance to Founder in your favorite podcast player. While you're at it, we'd love an honest review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. That's all for now. Until next time, see ya.